Welcome to the Free Folk Gathering Podcast. Alex and Evie here. We are your new friends in business that you didn't even know you needed. Here to have honest conversation with a heavy dose of humor. We are bringing you our best leadership and mindset advice inspired by our own journeys, all to help you design a life that you love living while allowing room for growth, freedom, and legacy. Welcome, everyone. I am really so excited to be here. Alex and I have been talking for a really long time about creating a podcast and are so excited to finally be doing it after all of that talk. Um, really, my intention, our intention in in the beginning of this Free Folk Gathering podcast is to just have a space where we can show up authentically and allow for vulnerable conversations and really inspire you to show up for yourself so that you can show up for others and see that ripple effect in your life. We are really passionate about having those real conversations and business and leadership and all of these things can be really fabulous, but there's also some pieces and parts of it that are difficult. And I mean, ultimately, if we can help you to understand some of that for yourself through our own mistakes or own lessons, then we've won. So we're excited to really dive into this with you. And I mean, I want to tell you all a little bit about myself and why why we have been so passionate and talking about creating this podcast for such a long time but I so I'm Evie obviously the reason we wanted to start this podcast is we've I mean shit been (laughs) like just been through so many things learned so many things and as we're super passionate in you know our companies now in serving others through personal development we really want to share our story and share the stories of others in you know how they are building this dream life how they are building you know that growth that freedom that legacy all the things that we really value and you know I for those of you that don't know me very well yet I own Bespoke Salon Company we started that company about gosh, six years ago now. And I was a stylist for mm, about 13 or 14 years. <laughs> uh, when I got to 10 years, I just stayed stuck on that for a while. And I never like, <laughs> I never added the, the additional years. But yeah, that's kind of crazy. So for about maybe, yeah, 14 years, we'll go with that, was a stylist behind the chair. And last year, 2020, I mean, what a pivotal year for so many people in so many ways. But I decided to step back from behind the chair and really focus on coaching and serving others in a new way. And I always knew that was something I was going to do. I always knew I was going to help people in some way. I never knew how, but really knew that that's what I wanted. So last, you know, COVID happened. We had seven weeks of closure Mm -hmm. in our business, watching people struggle and was just so pissed at myself for not stepping into my potential, my passion in serving others, which really, like I said, COVID just showed me it's like, it's time. Like, I'm not going to put things on hold any longer and I'm not going to, I'm not going to not serve in the ways that light my soul on fire because I'm feeling, I don't know, like scared. I mean, it's scary Mm -hmm. to make a big pivot like that, make a big change. So I stepped into that and really have been over the last year serving my guests by helping them build teams that support their vision and also create really 
great cultures, great environments in the workplace for their team and to build legacy and to provide opportunities for the people that work for them to really be successful and to love the life that they live. I mean, that's really what I want is for people to love the life that they're living and to be able to be joyous in that. So it's been um, it's just this natural progression to getting into this podcast and really continue to broaden our reach and really create that ripple effect. And I'm really just excited to be here. And I mean, I feel like I've talked a little bit about a lot of it about myself. Alex, who are you? <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited to share our journey with you, whoever you are listening to this. And we are just so honored to be able to show up in this way for you. So I am Alex and I started at Bespoke Salon Company shortly after the yeah, salon it's opened. Been four years. We just celebrated your four I know, year Annie. So crazy. Annie. Uh, so crazy. So with that, I have been doing hair now for seven years. And I initially knew Ebby from the hair world. So started out as a stylist at the Spoke Salon. And really, Ebby has allowed me a space to step into my potential and my strengths with coaching and helping others identify their strengths and helping curate personal and professional development in the workplace so that the culture and the vision and the mission are all moving forward with strength and sustainability and everyone is choosing growth over comfortability really well in bespoke salon company specifically alex does all of our personal development coaching for our, Mm -hmm. our staff and we when we've started to create all these systems that we had around this Alex like had such a passion of doing that for herself and I think I mean in the four years that I've known her has made leaps and bounds in her transitions in life and really I mean just the growth that you've had has been really really fun to see and so we have all these really young women that we employ and really Alex has had such a great insight into what they're experiencing and what they're going through and the vulnerabilities of building a creative a business like being creative mm-hmm. is really vulnerable and putting your creations out into the world can be a little <laughs> scary so been really serving and helping our team in their personal development and helping them to grow and share what you've been through and your experiences and the tools that have helped you do that so it's really going in and helping create just fucking healthy people like I don't even know <laughs> yes. how else to explain it yep. that's really our, our goal in, in our company and what we're trying to help others do So Alex, not only um, do we have Bespoke Salon Company and, and she serves on that team in multiple ways, but we also have Free Folk Coaching, which is our my coaching business that I started last year. And she also serves on that team too. So we've started a book club and... Love book club. Yeah, book club's the best. So Alex also joins in on our book club and helps facilitate those conversations and we just vibe off of each other in in those areas. And we have a ton of great people on the Bespoke team and the Free Folk team. But I think Alex, again, like really book club is about personal development, personal professional development, taking that time. And she does such a great job at, at helping me facilitate that. And like, I think... Alex and I are constantly either reading or listening to to something in that in that way. And I think 
I mean, really, like, Ali, <laughs> Alex and I's relationship has been so interesting over the years. And when when you had your <laughs> four-year anniversary, did you notice that I shared your an- Annie post to my stories? And I was like, our egos didn't really yes. <laughs> get along, but our souls always knew we were meant to be. And so we've had an interesting journey in our own relationship we with have. each other. Some outside uh, forces at play. But ultimately, I think we always knew that we were... We were destined to be together. <laughs> yeah, the beginning of our relationship was not the best start, but I think was so necessary for us to be able to have the relationship that we have now and the understanding of one another in a deeper way that I don't know would have been possible without the yeah, we hardship were... and um, conflict that we had to have. So we were we were put to some tests and and again I mean I know you believe the same way I do that everything happens for a reason so it's really interesting you know to look back at that with that perspective and know how difficult and hard it was in the beginning of like getting to know each other and really it was trusting each other getting to trust each other but we overcame it and I think what you said in that what you said in that post was so perfect it really was our our egos and once we were both willing to drop that we our souls really were meant for connection so and we're so made, happy to have you in my life i'm so happy to have you in my <laughs> life we've made beautiful things together we have created some really awesome shit well and really like that's a lot of what we've worked on together and, and again that personal development side of things and creating that safe space for people and really having just a love for our team and seeing how much of a difference it's made has has made us want to help others do that and mm-hmm. you know one of the biggest pieces of coaching for me and and the piece that I love diving into the most even though my clients probably don't love diving into <laughs> it the most but they they know they need it is that ego and pushing past yeah. that ego and that's the that's where the work has to be done yeah once you've started that in our work it gets kind of addicting honestly to want want that growth for yourself and always always in all ways, always. So I think that it's looking back at our relationship and the history that we've had has really also allowed us to be able to speak to that in other businesses and creating a culture that you can have a difficult or a uncomfortable, maybe would be a better word for it, start to something and you can still choose to come together and work together to create something worth having. I don't know that I've ever heard your, like, what did you think you were going to do for the rest of your life? So when I first started doing hair, I was really, I didn't even know I wanted to do hair. I was kind of pushed into that. I was a athlete and I had an injury that allowed me, forced me really to stop the path that I was on, which again, looking back was so necessary. It was actually my mom's idea for me to look into hair school which again looking back like I was such a tomboy growing up so to have like my mom like you should look into hair school um I cheered and did gymnastics so it was when I was in high school I got more into the beauty world but she asked if that was something I'd be interested in went and toured schools and had really no idea what I wanted to do so I was like "Eh, it's 10 months like if I hate it I'll find something else and if I don't then we'll just see where it goes which is really kind of my outlook on everything in life um so went to hair school 
and really fell in love with making people feel great about themselves and connecting with people on a different level. So started there um, and I had thought for a long time that I wanted to open my own salon really because I don't like being bossed around and I also don't like being um, part of an environment that doesn't fit within my value system. So I had worked at a salon, was not happy, had then connected with Evie and decided to take a little leap of faith into Bespoke Salon Company, which at the time was just starting out and in like a what? Like Like 200 square foot room (laughs) and like the sewer system couldn't handle all of the the people in that center. So it it was upstairs. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So our clients had to walk upstairs and it was stinky. Yeah, it was not great. I'm not going to lie. But I just really felt like... And there was, like, underneath our suite was, like, the property manager of the suite. Oh, my gosh. I forgot about him. He was, like, the troll, like, underneath you, you know? Like, the troll under the bridge. (laughs) It was the troll under the floor. And he, oh, my gosh, was so... (laughs) I really do think back at, like, all of those situations. And I don't remember, but did he, like, bang on the ceiling with a broom? Yeah, I was... We were being too loud. And he would bang on the ceiling with a broom. Then he came up and verbally assaulted me. (laughs) So crazy. It really was. Uh, It was bad. It was... It was rough. It really was a leap of faith. It truly was. So (laughs) I started at Bespoke Salon and Evie saw potential in me. I didn't know what was, was really there. I have some strengths that are not the normalized standard of what a strength is in the workplace and in business. So as we grew and we started growing the team got into a new space. Evie really helped curate my my growth in my strengths and how to help others with that and how to serve others with that. So that created a place for me to step into my power. And Well, and one of the things that we really had worked on so much with you in the beginning was, and tell me if I'm wrong, <laughs> but I feel like you identified a lot with being an empath. And really we dove mm-hmm. into that a lot of like, a, like you don't you don't have to identify with it and B how you had all of these strengths and empathy yes was one of them but it also was a weakness in the beginning like we oh, could yes. really take you out mm-hmm. and now it's I feel like you're so good at setting those boundaries around yourself and like helping someone without taking on their emotions but yes. I, I remember that being really difficult in the beginning to that was the hardest lesson I've had to learn I think this thus far in life is that I can care so deeply and want to help and serve others but I don't have to allow that to become my story or to allow that to hurt or harm my emotional well-being so really once I had that identified that that was the issue I could start working towards implementing change with that And really, that's the biggest strength is now being able to be empathetic without allowing it to affect my daily life. Well, and that's why I think it has been such a strength now that you've like learned how to, I don't even want to say manage it. I think it was, yeah, just being able to set those healthy boundaries about around it. Now, I think it's such a useful piece of you because uh, sitting in personal development, I really feel like a lot of your role in the salon and for the team is to identify when 
maybe there's something going on with someone Mm -hmm. that maybe they're not even acknowledging, but you're like picking up on it and then being able to go in and provide them with the tools, but not taking it personally on. It's been such a great tool. And I know for myself, like one of my biggest hurdles in leadership and gosh, it's so crazy to think back to it at this point in time because there has been tremendous amounts of growth through it painful growth Mm -hmm. through it realizing that you know those things for me were coming from really a place of like protection and safety and ego but you know really I think too like when you care for people like so this is what I've identified just recently like I always knew that I was um, sometimes would care and put other people's needs before the mission Mm -hmm. or even before my own needs and really have been so comfortable with being mission first and knowing that when we're mission first, it's serving everyone. But a lot of the things that I really tried to, people in the team that we would lead, where I was like, had a savior complex, mm-hmm. was really like, I can see now for what it was, was that I was trying to save them from the things that I experience that mm-hmm. I did like wished that I wouldn't had experienced so early like early on in life and so it's been interesting you know as we I think that's the biggest piece of leadership that people overlook so often is really figuring out how you are bringing your own shit to the table and how that gets in the way of really leading from the heart and you know I don't know like the more I read, the more that I research this stuff, you know, in my mind, I'm like, larger corporations don't do this. And, and some of them don't, a lot of them don't, but some of them really do. And I think it's like, it doesn't matter what type of leadership you're in. It doesn't matter if it's a salon. It doesn't matter if it's the public sector. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, all of it is really digging through our own shit to really be able to lead effectively. And how often we put our own stuff onto other people and we don't even realize it. I think that is one thing that makes our culture so unique and really allows for growth universally within the team is that we lead with empathy. We know that there are always going to be things going on and always hurdles in life, but we can still love people through that without saving people. I think that when I work with other people in leadership, and we're talking about the things that are consistently coming up for them. That's what it, I mean, it is. It's like our own stuff. It's mm-hmm. our own, like we're trying to save other people. And we get so caught up in that, that we forget the overall mission. And as a, as a leader, I mean, that's, we have to stay mission centered. And I mean, ultimately, like when we started really, I, I think as a company or as a, you know, we have our leadership team for Bespoke, our leadership team as a whole, when we really started to do that, I think that's when we really started to see the shifts in our team as a whole. And it took us all collectively like identifying mm-hmm. that the mission has to be served first. And, and when, when it, it is, everyone's taken care of. I was just going to say that. <laughs> it's like we talk about this it's often. almost like we live this every day. <laughs> okay, so you so we talked about this. We were on the track of like your life, didn't know what you're gonna do, and that leadership. And I think it's wild to me to be building a business, a career that ultimately, like, I mean, don't, don't you just sometimes think, like, oh, I'm so fucking lucky every day? And that sounds so cheesy, but I really every day have at least one moment of gratitude where I am just 
so thankful to have the opportunity to do what I love but also be surrounded by people that I care for and that push me and that want the best for me and to know that I I've pivoted so much in the last four years not only in my personal life but my professional life and knowing that there is opportunities for growth as I grow. Well, and so right now in our book club, we're reading The Big Leap and it talks about like prolonged, like feeling prolonged um, feelings of like pleasure in your success and, and how like, you know, being really thankful for those moments that show up. And so I'm still working on feeling it more <laughs> often. Um, he talks in there about feeling it, you know, feeling it for seconds, feeling it for minutes feeling it for hours and then feeling it for months at a time. Mm-hmm. And it's so easy, I think, as a business owner, and I think this gets into that real and vulnerable side of things that, you know, things can be going really well and it's really easy to think, okay, when is the other shoe going to drop? Mm-hmm. When are they, like, because it happens, like shit happens all the time. And I think ultimately, like, that's where that personal development side of things comes in and what's been so impactful for me is really trusting myself through the process trusting that I'm gonna know what to do if something comes up and that I got this right and I've got a whole team of people that got this too but I mean for myself gosh you know I went to hair school I never in a million years thought I would own a business and then I think now like you know I grew up in that go to college Mm -hmm. get a you know whatever And it was never for me, nor was it like I wasn't ever pressured in my family for that. Like that wasn't something that we were pressured to do. I feel like society as a whole was. And I was homeschooled and hated school. Like I hated school too. Hated it Mm -hmm. so much. And now do you ever sometimes now think like I'd be such a badass student if I went back to school now? Yes, I do. Do you think that's true? Yeah, I do. This morning, my dad called me and he said, what are you doing today? And I said, I headed into the office to do book club and then the podcast. And he was like, book club? He's like, you're <laughs> you're in a book club? And I said, dad, I'm leading a book club. He was like, you used to literally lay on the couch upside down and avoid reading at all costs. Like couldn't even get you to do spelling words. So it's so interesting how much that's changed and shifted. But yeah, I think now I would be a really great student. Well, okay, so I'm saying If this. I was studying things that I... I was just <laughs> say that. I'm like, well, maybe like math. Like, I don't no. know. I don't know if I could get down on some math now. No. Maybe. I think if I could study like the brain, if I could study maybe even like history. Math is, I'm, no. For sure, no, it's all math. <laughs> so now we know. That's just another, um, another similarity mm-hmm. parallel <laughs> I wanted to say synchronicity but I didn't know if I could get it out of my mouth and like pronounce it correctly but I did you did it's another synchronicity among us and so okay so I hated school like to the point of Alex I was I remember it so distinctly so is that I went was homeschooled all the way up till high school and I went to public school for like one maybe a semester mm-hmm. maybe two semesters and was like hated it Hated it, hated it. So then we, for a multitude of reasons that I'm not going to get into <laughs> right this second, mm-hmm. or my parents switched me to a different high school. So I was there for like nine weeks. That's it. And during that nine weeks, I would drive. So my parents had this huge white van. They're like organic farmers. <laughs> and this van is like what they would load up to go do deliveries. Mm-hmm. In. So that was the vehicle that I drove to school. 
because I, the vehicle that I had was like really janky. And like, if it wasn't working, I'd drive this uh-huh. huge ass van, mm-hmm. right? Like huge ass van. So I drive this huge ass van and I would literally pull into the school and then go, I'd have a blanket in the car and I would go in the back and sleep in a blanket <laughs> in the back of the car. And it would be freezing, like, cause it's winter. And I'm like shivering, like, because I didn't want to go into school. I don't even know that I've ever told my mom that. Oh my god! But I like had horrible grades that semester. After that, I think I like went back to online high school, graduated, and like okay, so during the online high school, um, I would never do any of the work, and then when it came time to like do the finals, mm-hmm. um, my well, like you had to, you didn't have to have the work in at certain time frames. Just by the end of the nine weeks, you had to have everything yeah. in. So my sister and I would be sitting there doing my freaking homework. And so that, like, she would do, ha- she would do, like, the math stuff because she was good at that. And I was doing, like, the English stuff because I knew how to do that. And then we would submit everything. So hated school, hated school, hated school. And then graduated early, moved out when I was 16, worked for, I mean, I worked two jobs at the time. Mm-hmm. And even while I was still finishing up school, um, was working two jobs, being homeschooled at that point again. And I mean, my, I can, I lived with my sister once I moved out of my parents' house at 16. And my sister and I talk about this all the time that like, I wouldn't get out of bed. Like I was such a shit bag, like (laughs) figuring things out, you know, really is what it was figuring out who I was and my place in the world. And so decided to go to hair school and it's just so funny to, to look back at that, even as what your dad is saying, like we couldn't even get Mm -hmm. you to read, um, We've turned out all right. You know, I had to remember that with my own children that I've mm-hmm. turned out okay. But never in a million years did I think I'd be doing what I am now. And I'm just, yeah, I feel so grateful for all the opportunities I've had and really the people that I've met along the way. And and that's what this is about is, you know, it, no matter where somebody is in life, like we just, I want them to know their potential I want them to see their purpose I want to see I want to help them see that bigger picture for themselves that ripple effect that they can make and we all have infinite potential inside of us and we just let the world and ego and stupid bullshit get in the way of it (laughs) yes we do I think when we just allow what is meant for us to come and then take actionable steps around that really anything we want is possible well and i think again like transitioning we we really focused on creating that bespoke salon company first and Mm -hmm. it was a i'm not gonna act like it's been uh, an easy road or Mm -mm. that we've always been a safe place for people because again like that savior complex and wanting to save people from things that they don't want saved from Mm -hmm. and that they don't even care about like because of my own shit you know, we had some ups and downs transitioning through that. Sure we did. Really, we really <laughs> did. Some painful moments. And I look back at that and, you know, I don't always feel like I operated out of, like, the best version of myself. And that's been my own journey and transitions through. And But now at this point, I feel like our level of consciousness in leading, our um, ability to stay mission-focused has, has made I mean, just such a big difference in our culture. And really why Freevoke coaching became a thing in the first place is, I guess, recognizing really that if we start with one person, if we start with the leader of an organization and we really let them take what they've learned 
help someone in their organization do the same thing. That person then goes home to their family and they teach their significant other, or they teach their mom mm-hmm. or their sister or their kids, and then they go out and do the same. It's just, I mean, the hashtag ripple effect over and over <laughs> and over again, and it's something I feel so extremely passionate about. And, you know, Free Folk really came from, you know, Alex knows this, like, Freedom is my number one value. Mm-hmm. Every organization, every business that I open, my personal life, like freedom is so important to me. And Alex, you were saying earlier, like thought you wanted to open your own business or your own salon because you didn't want people telling you what to do. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, that's another thing that we have in common is really, I think how we were raised. <laughs> we could get into mm-hmm. another episode on our parents later, but <laughs> how we were raised and and really what's important to us is really like I feel like it's like we both were raised with this like stick it to the man like the man can't hold you down (laughs) which I mean in a lot of ways has served us so incredibly well so freedom is important to me freedom to do what you want freedom Mm -hmm. to live a life that you feel good about freedom to make choices for your body freedom to just do what the fuck you want, you know? Yep. And freedom to live a a dream life and really just identifying, like, I want people to have that freedom for themselves. And that doesn't always mean owning your own business, but it also means, like, being in a place that your values are are met and your values are honored and why we do what we do, not only in the salon, not only coaching, but the relationships that we build with people is really about you know uplifting them and just don't have time for any anything else yeah i think ultimately we just have such a short existence so how can we live fully now and live abundantly even through the phases of life that we are growing in and we're always going to have a new goal and a new dream so how can we show up for ourselves now and love where we're at so that when we look back we can love the entire thing yeah I think it's so easy to get caught up um, in the day-to-day and not be intentional we were talking uh, this morning on book club really about we were talking about how these things become second nature over time I think that's you know us being able to step back and like have gratitude for our lives every single day comes from I mean that's not that was not always my story so that comes from years and years of focusing on that and building that culture for myself or building Mm -hmm. that mindset for myself and then building a culture around me that does the same thing and so I think it's it's really taking that time to pause and and show up for yourself because as you said life is short and it's you know, I, I know just as well as anybody else that there are fears and it's not about being fearless. It's about moving forward, even though you're scared, um, to fulfill your, your soul and your, your life work and helping people to find out what that is and building them up so that they can do it and they can get out of their head and they can get out of that ego and just fucking be like, be who mm-hmm. you're supposed to be. Yep. If you're scared to do it, do it fucking scared. Right. Oh, this. Okay. So <laughs> this Mozilla song, Anything is Possible, mm-hmm. it says, if I'm scared, I'll go in scared. And it's so, it's like the best song. <laughs> Everybody should listen to it. I listened to it this morning. You sent it to me. Oh, it's so good. It's really good. 
I found this song when I was at an ecstatic, <laughs> an ecstatic dance session, um, which if you don't know what it is, Google it. It's awesome. And they played this song in the middle of it. And it was like, all of us were like, wow, like we were so into it. So now that. I listen to it daily, like 10 times a day. I love it. Uh, to get me hyped up. That's perfect. Well, that's enough about us. Thanks for listening to our rambling. Yes, I'm so thankful um, for you guys to be showing up and listening to a little bit of what we have to say and really introducing ourselves to you and giving you a little bit of insight into who we are and what our journey is. I'm really pumped to be diving into personal growth, our next episode, and a little bit more about our journeys, deep dive into that, what that has looked like for us, what it looks like um, now and how we help others with that personal growth story for themselves too. So thanks so much for being here. We love you. We can't wait to continue to connect with you and continue to um, hopefully inspire you to be all that you want to be and to serve this world in the ways that you're meant to and really tap into your full potential. 